0: Hi, Rav here, Messacher Eddio Bet, Mishnah Dalla, dedicated towards the Schud of a Fuhr for Tova Miriam Bat Devora Okay, we're moving on. There are three things that Rabbi Yishmael testified before the Chachamim for the sages at the Keren B'Yavna. Keren B'Yavna is the name of a well-known yeshiva in Israel. Uh, Yavna is the place where the Sanhedrin moved its first stop when it left Jerusalem. Uh, it was called the yeshiva there was called the Keren B'Yavna because it was like a vineyard. Uh, like it was, in, they sat in rows. So this is what he said there. Number 1 three things. Al baita true fashihi natuna al gaba yaraksha chuma shihi khibor. The mighta kimkova in a khibor. Okay, let's say you take an egg. You whip up that egg, and then either raw or potentially even cooked, uh, you make like a scrambled egg, and then you put it on top of a vegetable. Now, we spoke in prior Mishnah about Tul yom, about people who have, let's say, been to mikvah, but it's not yet nightfall, so they still have some bit of tumah status to them, having come in contact with loss of life and now trying to move out of that, but there's still a the low-grade level, grade, low grade tumah uh, status, ritual impurity status to them. So, if a person uh, takes an egg, and the egg is is, the the vegetable that's here is truma, we have a vegetable, and they mix up an egg, so they've now touched the egg, and then the egg is is on top of the vegetable. If the egg is effectively scrambled, so it's really sitting right on the vegetable, and then somebody's tummy touches that egg, then it's basically that they're touching the vegetable. I mean, Think about it, it's like if you make a broccoli omelet or spinach omelet, like touching the egg is touching the vegetables, it's all one. And thus, whatever level of tumma the person had goes into the truma, which is a problem because truma, which is meant to be given to Koh has to be kept tahor and that's a problem okay but you might talk kimin kova let's say the egg you know when you fry an egg and it gets sort of like a um, bubble underneath like an air bubble so if you made a fried egg and put it on top of a vegetable and then somebody who is tame in some minor form or fashion whatever it might be touches that egg but there's an air pocket between the egg and the vegetable they're not really mixed in together they're one sitting on top of the other kimin kova like a hat like a little air bubble there. So the egg becomes tameh, but the vegetable, the truma vegetable underneath, which is what we're trying to avoid making tameh, indeed stays tahor. It stays ritually pure. It does not become tameh because they're not really one thing. You haven't, the person who's tameh hasn't really touched the vegetable. They've touched the egg. So it's a question of whether the egg is really mixed in with the vegetable or kind of sitting with an air pocket on top. That's teaching number one of Rabbi Ishmael, uh, that he taught and testified. Number two. So we have a rule among the particular mitzvot of what we give to poor people. One of them is that when you're harvesting, so you're supposed to leave over a corner of your field. That's called peah. Another one is called, there's there's leket, which is uh, things that got dropped, and shechecha, things that got forgotten. So you're harvesting a field and harvest, 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 you're cutting down all the grain. Well, sometimes you miss some, you miss a few stalks. So if you miss stalks, how far do you have to have moved on before those stalks are now considered forgotten? that now uh, a poor person has a right to them, and when are you allowed to go back and take them? So the halacha here is, says Rabbi Ishmael, that if the stalk, which is standing up, that was missed by all the other ones were, were taken, if you were to bend that stalk down, push it down on the ground, if the top of the stalk, the furthest distance it could reach while still attached to the ground and pushed down, touches the other standing grain, you're still in range to go back and get it. However, if you push it down and it's, you know, it's, a, it's a two-foot-tall stalk, and you're four feet, five feet away from the other grain, there's no way, anyway, it's not even close to touching. That now belongs to poor people. You have forgotten it and moved on. Poor people are allowed to come behind you and gather. In fact, there's an idea of, uh, of likutim, likuti, butter, likuti, that poor people would follow around the people who were reaping grain because they would leave things, they would drop things. And so the minute that you see as the poor person that the reaper has moved on far enough, uh, these are not grim reapers, these are hopefully happy reapers and grain reapers, not grim, but grain. Um, anyway, the point is that if, if the reapers have Moved on far enough, then as the poor person, you now have the first shot at it. You grab it before some other poor person grabs it. And finally, your third ala chetapar Rabbi Algina ve'alginektan ashehi mukefet aris imyesh ba'kimlo botzer v'salomikan umalol botzer v'salomikan tizareya viyimlav lo tizara. So to understand this, you have to understand that, that there are rules about cross-planting, not only cross-breeding, like making pluots, eat a pluot. You can't actually cross the species to make a plum and an apricot into a pluot or so on and so forth. Um, but also there's a question of planting together or, or prohibition of planting together. And so, for example, in a vineyard, you can't plant wheat. You can't put weed in a vineyard. That's a classic biblical prohibition. Uh, so how far apart do they have to be? So if you have grapevines growing along a trellis or anything, you know, they, they grow along stakes. So as they're growing, how far apart do other things have to be that you're not considered to be cross-planting enough that a harvester could walk by on this side and on that side with their basket? So. I need to have enough distance that on each side, a person with a basket could stand and walk and harvest grapes and not be stepping on other things. If that space has been cleared, then it's okay to to plant beyond that area with other seeds. But within that range, it's too close and that's considered to be cross-planting in the field.